welcome, welcome. Will I ever come up with something better? Hopefully, but that's just what comes to mind whenever I press record. So, welcome, welcome everyone to Vino with Pino, the podcast where we talk about wine and sharing your life with a dog. In my case, my puppy Pino. Though she's a year old. When are they no longer puppies? Whatever, it doesn't matter. I know I've taken a little bit of a break, but kind of goes into today's topic. I took a few weeks off. A little bit had to do that with the fact that I was super busy. We didn't have internet for like 10 days. That was fun. We had internet, but it was only in a third of the apartment. It was weird. But I had some friends visiting. I focused on them. And honestly, I know we're on episode 10 now, which is crazy. But this hasn't become a habit yet which is actually going to be today's topic. Breaking habits, forming habits in your own life, in your wine drinking, in your assumptions, but also in training your dog. I can see it constantly with Pino that if I'm not consistent, nothing works. You know, if I don't make her sit every single time we're waiting for the elevator, she doesn't automatically sit. And with Pino, I have to do that because she wants to run right in and you don't really know who's in the elevator. If there's another dog, if there's a human that's scared of dogs or someone who's elderly or a construction worker that's holding a lot of things, you just never really know what's going to be waiting for you when those elevator doors open. So I want to have her in a calm state by my side, not lunging into the elevator. But yes, habits. I haven't made recording this podcast a habit yet. And so it was easy to kind of let it go when my friends were here and in the craziness of starting a new job. But it is something that I really enjoy doing. So I'm going to make a better effort to do it. I think a little bit also had to do with I just wasn't feeling inspired and I didn't want to get on here and waste anybody's 15 minutes. So yeah, but today we're going to be talking about a wine that is definitely not a wine I usually drink, so breaking my habit there. It's pretty habitual for me to grab a Sauvignon Blanc or Chardonnay if I'm drinking white, and today's wine is a white wine, but it's Gewürztraminer, which is typically a grape from Germany, and it's refreshing. It's different. You don't see it all over the place. It was actually really popular in the Finger Lakes, which is where the region that I went to college. So we had a fair amount of it there, but outside of the Finger Lakes, I wasn't really exposed to it. But one of my friends that was visiting, shout out Eric, decided to try the Gewürztraminer at Cooper's Hawk Winery and Restaurant that we were at, and he loved it so much. He bought a bottle, um, which he left. So thanks for the wine, Eric. But I thought in honor of him and breaking habits, trying to not always do the same thing, I would do a Gewürztraminer. So I know very little about this grape. Personally, it's not a grape I've spent a significant amount of time learning about, but we're going to try it. I'm going to give you my honest opinion. I haven't loved it in the past, so this will be interesting. 
it smells like lychee. There's like a sweetness to the smell. But definitely getting floral aromas. Okay, I'm going to try it. Oh. Okay. The lychee definitely comes back through on the palette, but there's a shocking amount of acidity that's still, even though I wouldn't call this wine sweet, it's definitely like semi-dry, medium sweetness, but there's a high level of acidity in this Gruderichmeter that keeps it refreshing. Okay, I get why Eric was saying that we should drink this by the pool. Okay, I'm a fan. Now, Cooper's Hawk buys grapes from all over the United States and I believe some international places and then makes wine from that. So they are not the grower, they're the producer. And then they're a chain of restaurants and they have wine tastings, full restaurant dining experience as well. And then they have a wine club. So someone gifted my mom a few months of the wine club so we've been checking it out and it's pretty it's it's good it's a lot of blends and you don't know exactly where the grapes are from but the wine tastes good the food's good it's a it's a cool experiment of a place and it's a very well-run tasting room so if you have a cooper's hawk by you i would try it out i think it's an interesting experience and that wine is good it's their reverse demeanor so yeah maybe Maybe break your habit of what wine you go grab for every night. Or maybe break the habit of drinking wine every night. If you figure out how to do that one, let me know. Well, jumping in, or moving on, or transitioning, having gotten better at those, to Pinot and habits. Just like I talked about, you can see it in things as simple as waiting for the elevator. Or waiting to cross the street. I try to always put her in a sit before we go on the pavement so that I have time to look around, make sure there's no cars coming. We've also been working a lot on exposures to crowded, hectic places. So we'll stop on our walk and I'll sit down and just pull out my phone and make it kind of clear to her that we're going to hang out in this area. And I'll wait until she lies down to reward her or to move on taking her places like we went to CVS this morning little things that I had kind of done with her but I definitely didn't do as much when she was young as I should have we take her to this dog-friendly brewery which is super fun to go to it has a bunch of locations here it's called Oso in Arizona and it's fun because she can sit on the bench with us if she gets scared or at our feet and they bring her water and there's lots of dogs so it's a good exposure for her because I don't let her really interact with dogs while she's on leash and like I'm eating so I'm not gonna let her play with other dogs but she'll chill at my feet or by my side and just observe all of these dogs doing the same thing and it's really good for her because she sees all these dogs who already have the habit of going to these places and being relaxed by their owners not constantly trying to say hi to everyone it's like she watches their good habit and she's forming her own but 
it's definitely interesting to see. And the trainer warned us when she came back from her board and train, you know, she's going to fall to the lowest denominator. So everybody has to be diligent with her training because if your dad lets her jump all over him, she's going to jump all over your mom or the stranger that walks in the door. So just forming really good habits. And then I guess another way of framing this is I saw or I was listening to the Doggist podcast and they were interviewing a high-profile trainer in New York City and she was talking about how training's never done and they were kind of discussing how training is kind of the, it's the wrong word because what you're doing is forming habits and you have to practice those habits all your life. I kind of equate it to exercise. When you're in the groove of exercising consistently and yeah, when you're in the groove of groove and have that habit of exercising consistently, it's easy to keep going. But once you stop, it's easy to stay still and stay home and not go to the gym that day or not go for that walk that day. And it's hard to get back into it. But when you have that good habit and that good momentum and you continue to practice those good habits, you keep going with them. So kind of like what I was talking about when I was talking about how Pino helps me with my mental health is she helps me maintain good habits of being outside, being moving. You know, I can't hide away all day. She wants my attention. So I have to give it back to her and set her up for success. If I want her to be calm when we leave the building, I can't get her super riled up before, or I can't let her be super crazy with our one neighbor who I know doesn't care if she jumps all over him, if I want her to be calm around our other neighbor who is a little scared of her. So maintaining that structure and that consistency for her and asking the same of everybody else and expecting that of everybody else in a respectful way, in a kind way of saying, hey, please don't give her attention when she jumps on you. I don't want her learning that she gets attention that way. Oh, I got off point there. But what they were talking about in this podcast is that training is the wrong word for all of this. We should be calling it practice because training implies there's an end and there's not an end, really. You're going to always be practicing these tools. You know, Pino's not going to learn one day that jumping is bad. If she suddenly starts getting attention for jumping, she's going to start jumping. Even if for the first year of her life, she got no attention for it. She can learn a new thing. So you always have to be practicing those tools. And I think a lot of people go to a puppy class that's X amount of weeks and then they don't really do anything. And if over time their dog unlearns those behaviors, they're just like, ah, they forgot. They didn't forget. It's just that the habit went away. And I'm sure if you picked it up and started being really diligent again, they'd pick it back up really quick, really quickly. Words. The other reason that I took a little bit of a break was I kind of just jumped into doing this because I thought it would be fun. And it has been fun. But I want to make sure it's 
valuable and meaningful to other people and that people are getting something out of it. So I would love to hear from all of you, whether that's through the review section or contacting me on social or contacting me directly if you have that information. But I think it would be fun to know what you guys want to hear moving forward. And yeah, I mean, I hope everyone can just find a way. If, and also, if anyone has any tips on habits, they can be tricky. And I'm always learning and always trying to learn how to maintain my better habits and forming habits. So whether that's for a dog or me, we both have to remain diligent in maintaining the habits that keep us going. And as much as I rely on her to help me maintain my good habits, it's my responsibility to help her maintain her good habits. So it's insanely hot here in Arizona, and I'm going to go drink my really refreshing glass of wine and practice some more good habits with Pino. I hope you guys all have a great Tuesday. Bye, y'all. Say goodbye, Pino. 